My name is Scott Challoner, and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership, which often come from those people that have got up every morning, gone out there and made this country tick. And I'm delighted to say that we're joined on today's podcast by young leader Sarah Crony. And on today's episode, We'll be looking into how she joined training, employability skills and opportunities provider, the usual place as a volunteer, before moving into full-time employment via Kickstart and the subsequent journey she has had to managing and leading a team of her own. The usual place is a specialist in helping youngsters with additional support needs find opportunities in the hospitality, front of house, retail and facilities services industries. And without further ado, uh, Sarah, welcome to the show and it's amazing having you with us today. Hi. It's fantastic, Sarah. Welcome. And uh, I think a good place to start would be just by talking about your sort of experiences starting out um, as a volunteer at the usual place and sort of taking part in the Inspiring Scotland Leadership Training Programme before obviously the kickstart side of things. So uh, beginning with the usual place and your experience there, um, how was it sort of starting out? So... I started as a volunteer at the usual place. So it, was, it was good experience because I got to try different areas of the cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started in the shop because it was quite quiet in the, uh, the, sh- the shop between the cafes. And it allowed me to gain confidence and enabled me to reduce my anxiety when speaking to like customers. Yeah. No. Uh, and then it, it started in the, sh- uh, started in the shop areas that allowed me from a like just from a distance uh, distance to observe what was going on in the cafe that's like based but still feels like a part of it mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can imagine that obviously as you grew in confidence um, it probably sort of allowed you to sort of express yourself a little bit more, didn't it? Yeah and then it's more in I became more confident and I was happier to explore the cafe and interact with other members of the staff and the customers. Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, obviously, sort of moving forward, um, once you've kind of gotten familiar with working on the, uh, the the sort of shop side, I can imagine that you were sort of ex- you you sort of felt brave enough to go and try some other things um, as well, and maybe sort of uh, enhance yeah. your experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was encouraged to have a go at the volunteering behind the counter mm-hmm. uh, in the cafe. So that was like was supported by a member of staff, and that was like uh, doing hot drinks, cold drinks, and like prepare cakes and that to send out to the customers. And then I also tried the kitchen yeah. <laughs> as well at the usual place, learning how to bake and prepare food and that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, I can imagine that when you sort of took that experience forward into the Inspiring Scotland programme, that probably sort of allowed you to sort of push on and really sort of express yourself and develop your skill set further, I guess. Uh, yeah, when I offered the opportunity to take part in Inspiring Scotland and the SCLD, our future leadership programme, I grabbed it. So I felt like it would be help, help me to develop skills in like teamwork and leadership as the programme was through video conference and it gave me the opportunity to try something uh, new and gain skills and confidence and speaking on a different platform and it helped me build my 
resilient. Yeah. <laughs> when things were not going the way that I wanted them to. Yeah, and um, what are some of the key lessons, would you say, that you've taken from your journey into leadership via those programmes? Because I can imagine there are sort of quite a few things that you've learned. Uh, so I developed my communication skills. I'm aware of how I talk to people and to listen carefully to what they're asking me. And these, ca- these skills have been var- va- valuable. Mm-hmm. When training new young people, staff, and volunteers, I can now share my knowledge of how to intake, undertake a task and complete it fully. Uh, I'm also aware of mm-hmm. lack of clear communication can increase a person's anxiety. Um, clear communication can make a, field, a person feel uh, confused and like upset, and it could lead them to withdrawing from stopping from volunteering in the cafe. And um, I can imagine that when you've sort of been put in leadership positions as well, where, you know, you've been in charge, I guess it's kind of shown you the value of um, sort of the characteristics you need to be in that role. So, you know, you need to keep a cool head and you need to sort of make sure that you use those sort of team working skills as well to sort of direct everybody um, in uh, the way that they uh, they need to be. Yeah, uh, and this uh, teaches me, like, they have shown me how to... That I can, uh, I am good at like staying calm and use logic thinking to sort out problems. Uh, I use good teamwork and skills to enable and enable to everyone to complete tasks and when speaking to people, I start with positive. Yeah, it's it's important, isn't it, to sort of show that kind of yeah. real positive engagement. I think that's very right. I mean, it's an example of good communication, and uh, you're very right when you talk about sort of how you know communicating unclearly it can sort of have a detrimental effect on people. Yeah, that's really important. And um, mm. given sort of the uh, the journey that you've had um, and the fact that you've succeeded on your leadership journey and gone into a role where you're in charge of your own team. Does it make you proud that you've done that sort of given your own background and sort of the uh, and what you've had to get over to get there? Uh, yeah, it does. And I can now speak to people, uh, lead, lead training and take part in research product, projects and help send findings such as the resilience research project that I took part in with the usual place. Mm. Uh, that was the University of Glasgow and the Scottish National Centre of Resilience. Yeah, definitely. I mean, those bodies, um, of course, um, are obviously so important in sort of bringing through this next generation of young Scottish leaders. I think that's very, very true. And do you feel like programmes like this, such as sort of Inspire Scotland and Kickstart, do you think that's important in evenly distributing opportunity to everyone? Because there are people out there who aren't perhaps getting the opportunities to step into leadership roles that they deserve. So would you say that these are important in making sure that that opportunity is there? Uh, yes, with the correct support and the and encouragement, everyone could possibly have an opportunity to take part in, in this initiative such as these. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think, you know, that support and encouragement is so, so important to get people involved into these sorts of things. And you can see certainly with your story, the benefit that they uh, that they do have. And have, having sort of gone through these uh, these programmes yourself and succeeded in those programmes, um, how would you sort of describe your own kind of personal leadership style today that you've taken on through those programmes? Uh, 
Uh, well, training people, I try to motivate them by encouraging them, like teamwork, and yeah. I do that by asking the person to come and help me to complete a task. And I lead by example, sharing tasks, being uh, calm, being constant in how I speak to people and deal with challenges. Yeah, really, really good start. And then say you have sort of younger people or maybe trainees who are in there and they're kind of struggling with something, uh, what would you do to try and uh, sort of help them along the way? Yeah, I encourage them to problem solve the issue with me and this enables them to develop their own problem solving skills and overcoming barriers and processes and what they are learning. Yeah, and I guess obviously to kind of help people come along and um, it, it's important to be approachable, isn't it? And kind of have that sort of, you know, open door style leadership policy where, you know, people can actually come to you and it sort of makes them kind of less anxious and less worried about sort of certain difficult situations as well. Uh, yeah, so I have a friendly approach with them uh, when dealing with it, uh, people as it reduces their anxiety if, uh, they feel less worried about the situation. It makes it more approachable and enable them to come to me if they're worried about something. Yeah, I think that's hugely important because, um, you know, if, if people out there, I mean, I suppose with, with in any kind of walk of life, I mean, there is an expectation, isn't there, that, you know, you have to go and complete tasks yourself. But if you are in a position where you do need help, it's important to be able to kind of have that um, sort of open door leadership in place where you can reach out and you can seek advice and you can ask questions. So, yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, so we talked about your sort of leadership approach, your leadership style there, Sarah, but what do you think has sort of really shaped and influenced that approach that you have? Yeah, I think understanding and house training and the usual place ways of how we like complete tasks and work with people and deal with challenges. And this has helped me to build my resilience. Yeah, and I can imagine sort of the external training you've done with some of the other programs, mm-hmm. that's probably helped as well, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, so I'll take part in the future leadership course. Uh, this taught me how to work and train people to use professional behaviour such as listening and uh, customers, dealing calmly with, uh, with customers, staff and trainees and being assertive and confident and taking change of any area. Yeah, you've got to have that kind of aura of confidence, haven't you, as well? Because, you know, leaders do need that. It's sort of really important part, isn't it? I suppose of kind of asserting authority in a positive way. And uh, are there any sort of experiences that you've had um, throughout um, the last couple of years or any individuals that you've encountered that have sort of been of inspiration to you and helped sort of make you into the leader you are today? Uh, so the experience... Uh, I worked in the shop at the usual place. Yeah. And also had the opportunity to have work experience, uh, work experience at a shop called Le Maison. Uh-huh. And they gave me more confidence to work independently. Uh, I was able to show people in charge of both shops how I could be responsible and carry out tasks without being asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, these experiences inspired me to continue in my work at the usual, uh, usual place and to learn more skills required for the employment yeah definitely so plenty of experience there and is there anybody um sort of individual wise that you've uh, sort of met or worked with that's maybe sort of been of inspiration to you as well uh, probably my mum because mm. she uh, went through like 
poor health, uh, she went to be a lot higher to her passing away. I was inspired by the way she dealt with her difficulties. She would, would never start. She tried hard for that, not to let her feel down. She did not moan about her condition and demonstrated resilience. Um, my mum encouraged me to, to attend the usual place, and when I found some days difficult, she uh, supported me in working with the organ, organisation to enable me to keep attending, and I feel that uh, it's helped me develop uh, empathy skills, which I now use when working with young people. Yeah, it's fantastic um, how you sort of use that example of your mother being your inspiration because it just kind of shows, doesn't it, that sort of leaders don't necessarily have to be sort of people in the public eye. They don't need to always be politicians. They don't need to be necessarily celebrities or sort of sports stars. They can be normal, everyday people, family members, siblings, parents, Mm. children. They can really be your inspiration and they can be the leaders that really do sort of matter to you, absolutely. Um, Obviously within leadership as well, something that we here talked about often is the importance of culture within workplaces and within organizations and in your view Sarah is workplace culture sort of important to you in sort of having that positive leadership Uh, yeah yeah fantastic and uh, what sort of values within the usual place do you sort of champion with regards to workplace culture then Uh, so the usual place we have set a clear set of values Uh, these are that need of equal work Everyone can contribute to their community. Everyone should be treated with dignity and respect. And I suppose they are sort of key aspects of how you sort of interact yeah. and work with your own teams. Absolutely right. And uh, obviously talking more widely about the uh, the culture at the, uh, the usual place, um, how do you sort of go about ensuring that that filters down into the team that you work with? Yeah, so everyone at the usual place is treated the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the same values that we follow. Uh, even those that visit uh, the usual place, we all wear the same uniform, which is black. Uh-huh. Uh, we also uh, we all follow the uh, same rules, no matter if they're if you are on the board of directors, the CEO, a member of staff, trainee, volunteer, or a young person attending a placement from a school. And um, I suppose given that sort of, you know, diversity and inclusion is something that's talked about an awful lot in um, sort of the corporate world at the moment, I guess that's very much at the forefront of sort of your considerations as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We value uh, diversity so we don't discriminate against anyone and encourage and ensure that we are inclusive of everyone protected under the equal Equality Act 2010. Mm-hmm. Everyone who volunteers, train or work in the youth place goes through the same introduction project. Everyone learns about our set of values, the rules we follow, the visitors to the cafe, uh, to the cafe also see our set of values when, we, when they enter the, uh, the building. It's good that sort of that value that culture it kind of you know permeates into the people who actually enter the cafe and they kind of you know they can feel that experience when they come in and actually use your services it's um, it's absolutely fantastic and uh, obviously when you're um, sort of leading your team and going about sort of your daily business um, obviously 
there are people who have good and bad days, aren't there? So when things are difficult, um, how do you how do you kind of manage team morale in that sense? Yeah, so I try and stay positive even ah. when Cathy is busy, feeling overwhelmed by the number of customers. Uh, this is really important when working alongside trainees and young people as they need to lead by example. Uh, when working with the trainees and young people, I encourage them to have a go at tasks. I will show them what to do first and then enable them to try by giving a clear instruction and stay with them while they're completing the task. Uh, I think the communication clearly is very important and enables good team working to take place. It does, absolutely right. I mean, we hear it so often from leaders that communication is uh, is key. And uh, something else that we've talked about a lot on this programme over the last couple of years as well is that um, leaders, of course, have a responsibility for the morale and well-being of their teams, but also they have to lead by example. And part of that is being sh- sure that you look after your own morale and well-being as a leader as well and making sure you're not neglecting your own health. So um, how do you go about managing yourself um, in that way? It's, is it important to look after your well-being? Yeah. Yeah, so after work, I find going to the gym helps me. Yeah. Uh, so it distracts me from everything that I've been worried about that day. I feel energetic, chilled in the last after class. However, during the working days, I try and get outside for some fresh air and away from the business of the cafe. And it helps me to be fresh and deal with issues that may arise later in the day. Yeah, absolutely right. I think we've learned the value of that over the last couple of years the importance of kind of you know getting out in the great outdoors getting a bit of exercise and obviously what that can do for your sort of morale your mindset it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic um obviously um that helps put you in the uh, the best sort of position mentally to sort of deal with setbacks as and when they do sort of come up but when they do arise how do you go about responding to uh, to those setbacks uh, so first i would look for a solution before approaching a line manager or other members of the team to assist me when I find something challenging or not going to plan. I think working as a team is also key to addressing issues or setbacks when they're raising. Uh, Teamwork working helps me to identify who to approach when I require help. Yeah, it certainly does, doesn't it? I mean, because you can't do everything on your own, even in a leadership role. And so having other people with different skill sets, I mean, it's certainly uh, beneficial because as a leader, I mean, you're only as good as the team that you build, absolutely. And um, you've been on sort of quite the leadership journey so far, Sarah. We've talked an awful lot about it today. But uh, just before we wrap up on the uh, the programme today, um, what ambitions do you have for the future? And indeed, sort of where do you see yourself one year from now? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I would hope still work at the usual places, enjoy working with people, supporting them and their work has been journey. Uh, possibly in the future I may even want to look into other caring roles. I feel like I'm good at showing empathy, enabling people to be independent and I feel I have the caring and luxury inside to me. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very interesting because it's it's undervalued, isn't it? Sort of that the the whole care side of things, and uh, it's often viewed as sort of being unskilled, and um, sort of that the perception of it isn't particularly good. But it, you do need certain people skills to be able to complete a role like that, and it's fantastic that obviously you're blessed with uh, with those qualities, and you've really helped to uh, to develop those at the uh, the usual place. And yeah, hopefully the uh, the next year goes well for yourself, Sarah. It's been fantastic having you on the uh, the program yeah. with us today, and uh, might be good to even. And maybe catch up in future and just see you know with those ambitions uh where you are 12 months from now yeah fine.
absolutely fantastic it's been brilliant welcoming you onto the uh, the show today once again and uh, do by all means take care and stay safe with all that uh, is still going on in the world as well it was indeed a pleasure welcoming Sarah Crony, young leader from the le- usual place, onto today's programme. And I do hope that everybody tuning in thoroughly enjoyed the interview today. Uh, just to remind you, um, if you are a young leader yourself who uh, has your own story to share with us at, here at the Leaders' Council, or you run your own business or organisation with its tale to share, then you too can apply to be on the programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. And um, if you do want to look a little bit more into the usual place and the work that it does, you can visit visit theusualplace.org if you wanted to find out more about them. Um, For now, you have been tuning in to the Leaders' Council podcast and I have been your host, Scott Chaloner, today. Please do take care all and goodbye.